Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Elliot is producing our broadcast today. Uh, Boy, I don't know about you. As we get ever closer to the start of the college football season, and man, don't you want that to happen now? I mean, with all of this turmoil, change, whatever it is, you you just want to play ball. And for a little while, forget all of this. But just having the weekend to sort of dissect all of this, I want to get your thoughts. Because I have a few. Had a chance to watch the team practice Saturday. One thing that that I'm impressed with in, in watching them in the past, they're, they're pretty, their practices go at a good pace and they don't waste much time. I mean, they, they, they go about their business in a very orderly fashion. And that's good. I, I, that's good for the kids. They know what to expect. And look, I don't know what you can glean from what you watched. Certainly, Florida will be better. I, I cannot see, barring injury, a scenario where Florida does not is not better. What will it translate in wins and losses? I don't know. But personnel wise, uh, you know, Derek Wingo who I believe has been here four years, said this is the closest team he's ever been on. Now, again, does that translate to winning and losing? No, but it it does help, I think. And again, we hope to hear from Billy Napier today live uh, at about 12.30. In the process of sifting through everything from what happened over the weekend, I thought this, and Eli Drinkwitz, I saw it on Twitter today, uh, articulated my thought process. Money, money, like it is in almost everything, was and is the driving force behind all of these moves, these conferences are making. The dollar is driving this. Television revenue is driving this. But I've said this many times. Please don't tell me anymore about the welfare of the student-athlete. Florida is very fortunate because the SEC has the revenue stream that it does And I can only speak 
to the sport that I'm still doing. I've done softball before. I've done women's basketball before. And that started in 1998 when we were flying commercial. We had to wait at an airport. We had to bus to an airport, get a plane, a commercial flight, and then bus from the airport to the destination. Well, that's okay if you're doing that and flying to, you know, Arkansas or Ole Miss. But now, with the way these conferences are spread out, you're asking kids to fly from Oregon to Rutgers. Think about that. And that's more pressure academically. And then, what if you are not chartering like Florida does with some softball flights, some baseball flights? So now, now you would think if you have a charter, you're going to charter to that because that's the farthest away. But you get my point, right? Think of that. How much time away from school? How much time just sleeping? Like just getting rest? No one's saying anything. And then, only because a friend is there, I was thinking of this too. Think about a school like Stanford. Stanford is, being, is absolutely left in the cold here. Stanford, because it has a lot of sports and they're pretty good at them, has very often won the all-sports trophy for sports excellence. And their president there, or the athletic director there, went to Beholtz High School. Think of that. Bernard is still there. And where is Stanford? A great academic institution. They're twisting in the wind without a home. A school like Stanford. A school like Cal. Just left behind because they weren't deemed by the conferences to be sexy enough to be in the league. What's their future hold? What happens to their athletes? It's just an amazing, amazing thing. And we are living it right now. And look, this too shall pass. It always does, seemingly. And CBS is reporting. You know that deal the Pac-12 had initiated with the Apple-based subscription? It was only going to pay, only going to pay, $23 million per school. Okay? $23 million dollars and then if it was subscription based the more subscriptions the more that they got um, well guess what what happened here is that school presidents took a look at this school athletic directors took a look at this and said too much chance here too much chance because even though viewing habits are changing they're not changing enough to where linear 
is making a difference. So, and this is what Washington's president said, quote, this was about national visibility for our players being on linear TV so they can be seen, so they can have the national exposure. It was about stability. It was about having a future we could count on and build towards, unquote. Um, once again, uh, Oregon's athletic director. In the first part of the agreement, we'll be receiving partial shares. Those shares are commensurate and are, in fact, larger than the media rights we thought we would have attainable through other mechanisms. Over the 10 years of the deal, we anticipate an average over $50 million from direct media rights. So what was this about? And I understand what it's about, but it comes down to dollars and cents. The SEC is not going to expand. Is not. And frankly, the SEC doesn't need to. There is a scenario I think they do expand if the ACC crumbles. I do think Carolina, I do think Virginia would be primary candidates. But other than that, the SEC doesn't have to do anything. So that's just how that is. By the way, um, the personal finance website Money Geek gave me this today about the cost for a family to attend a Major League Baseball game now. The average price for a family of four to attend a game, which includes tickets, parking, four dogs, two beers, two sodas, would be $140. That's less than I thought. That's actually less than I thought. That's the average cost. You know the team that's the highest? Didn't surprise me at all. The L.A. Dodgers at $219. You know who the lowest was? Shocking. The Marlins. The for a family of four, an estimated price only $83. That's pretty good to get all that. Tickets, dogs, sodas, beer. Yeah, sign me up. It's pretty good. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open up the phone lines, the emails, and hopefully hear from Billy Napier at the bottom of the hour. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good morning, I'm Emma Pastis. Fall camp continues on for Gators football as press conferences continue to take place. Today, you can catch Billy Napier's press conference right here at 12.30 p.m. Also, the Gators soccer team held their first exhibition match against Georgia Southern this past Sunday. The game concluded in a one-all tie as freshman Megan Hennekamp scored a fourth-minute goal. In MLB news, the Marlins travel to Cincinnati for a three-game series with the Reds. Game one will take place tonight as Yuri Perez takes the mound for the first pitch at 640 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. What? Friends, if you don't know about the great work being done by the Road Heber Boys Ranch in Palatka, give me your attention for a second. They do really good work. And it's very simple what they do, but they need your help. They take your vehicles, your donated vehicles of any kind, car, motorcycle, whatever it is, and they have at-risk young boys from difficult home environments take these vehicles, repair them, restore them, fix them up, and then resell them. That's how they learn the real-life skill that they do, and it goes a long way to turning those lives into positive ones. That's really a cool thing. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. It is a tax-deductible donation. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Sound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, Bill, is is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Up to 44% of veterans say re-entry into civilian life was difficult. 20% say they experienced depression. And 6,000 vets complete suicide every year. At the Florida Veterans Support Line, over 300 veterans like you call every week for resources, referrals, and support. Veteran peers are here to take your call. One is here right now, ready to talk. You are not alone. Call 1-844-MYFLVET or visit myflvet.com. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. 
Okay, we'll open up phone lines for you. 392-8255. Your email, srussell at wruf.com. If you were at practice Saturday, what were your thoughts? Sam says he was at practice, loves the pace of practice, like how the coaching staff ran simultaneous offense and defensive plays using most of the players, no wasted time. Would like to see more of Mertz against a serious pass rush. I like Andy Jean and Caleb Douglas. Wide receiver room is definitely upgraded. Hoping what I see from the defense carries over to the actual games. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way too, Sam. Uh, Williams says, play devil's advocate with you on some things. All this is driven ultimately by winning, and today one of the biggest elements of being able to win is money, no doubt. Uh, On Stanford and Cal, academics matter none in this period. It's about how many eyeballs, viewership can you bring to the table. I don't disagree, but that's what's sad about it. That's what's sad about it. I mean, Stanford and Cal are great colleges, but you're right. Stanford doesn't move the needle. Cal doesn't move the needle as well as some other schools do. On your Florida comments, I don't think Florida's fortunate at all. Florida's a big reason the SEC's able to generate that kind of money to begin with. We're in the third most populated state in the country and one of the largest alumni bases in the country. I get where you're going. Florida's in a good spot in all this to be in the SEC. But let's not get it twisted. Florida's not a Mississippi state and along for the ride on, other co- on others' coattails. Florida's flying this plane in terms of value for the league along with a few other programs. I think you misunderstood me here, William, big time. My point of all that is Florida is able to charter. And you would think that other schools in the SEC would have the same thing. They don't. Because I remember in doing the Missouri series here and talking to the, you know, Florida charters to Missouri at least one way. They may go commercial up, but they certainly uh, do it back home, right? Well, Missouri had to char- had to uh, go commercial both ways. I'm just saying that's a tough gig on athletes because what if what if it's a rain delay? What if you don't get out of there till whatever time? Oh, by the way, go to class the next day. That's my point. So it isn't a question of Florida holding its weight. It's a question of Florida being uh, in a better position financially to do some of those things that other schools in the SEC can't. And it falls on the student-athletes who have to bear the brunt of that. That's my point. Uh, Byron, hello. Hey, hey, Steve, first of all, let me just say, man, our relationship with Florida State and my family is like big brother, little brother. I don't know which one the big brother, whoever wins, but... Steve, some some of that stuff I've been telling you all through you know the week. It's my family, and at the last little outing we had, I'm not gonna get into that. We we got into playing with each other's schedules. This before uh, Florida State and the ACC seemed to be going down, and I'm not making fun, but they were saying how Florida doesn't play anybody but JV teams, and I would like to on your show. They all listen. We played the hardest schedule. By the, the pundits. What do you? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean for this? Okay. Who's who's saying the JV stuff? What are you talking about? My family. When we have these dinners, they like to make fun. So, Steve, I'm not. I'm not trying to. This this is kind of pun, but no, we we really argue about. They say we never play anybody, you know, and they and we say the ACC is a nothing, and and it's it's kind of all fun. But I, I'm being serious about our schedule this year 
it's probably the fifth or sixth hardest I heard this on shows. So I just want to bring that up. And, Steve, real quick, I, I agree with you about the money, and, and I'm, I feel bad for the ACC, but I hope they do something. And I've seen something with Dion on something saying that it's about the money, and that's why the players are starting to be so funny. But, Steve, this is the, I'm going to get off of here, and I want to ask you a question. We play Utah, the SEC schedule, FSU, giving you credit, Georgia, and we do we play LSU this year, Steve? Yes. That is the, ooh, look, I'm just, and I said that to say Coach Napier is doing a great job. And, uh, it's man, that schedule is dangerous. So I think he's building a program, and, and, you know, if it was another time, we might win 10 games the way I think that team could be, and we might win it this year. But, see, real quick, a question, and I'm going to get off here. These seem to be the best quarterbacks ever in the NFL, Steve, even with the up-and-coming ones. In Jacksonville League, I mean, Richardson, and then you got Will Levitt, another guy. And I know somebody's going to be a bust, but have you ever seen these best quarterbacks, the the amount of them? And you're a history buff, so tell me when you've seen the teams with this many quarterbacks that could probably be all pro. Thanks, Steve, and go Gators. All right, Byron, thanks. Um, Well, I think part of the – thing with the quarterbacks is that they're so much better in college now that they can adapt to the NFL more quickly. So, I mean, I can't, if you go back to the Elway class, remember that class? That was pretty good, right? So it does come around once in a while like that, but certainly when you look at, now, and here's the other thing, we don't know how good Anthony Richardson's going to be. How good is C.J. Stroud going to be? We, we don't know this yet, but certainly they have the ability to do um, pretty well. Jones, he says, Washington. I'm trying to figure out the rationale behind Washington and Oregon moving to the Big Ten. As I listen to podcasts, I'm finally realizing they're not making any more money than they would have made the Pac-12 when you include travel. They'll be making $30 million per school, but spending ten for travel and the Pac-12 offered them $25 million. Can you rationalize this for me? Yes. I think the thought process is that that number will go up because of media rights. The Pac-12 had very little chance with that Apple-based deal uh, of making any more money. That's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, that was done. Uh, Matthew says, what do you think our record will be between Utah, Kentucky, Tennessee? Which game do you think we have the best chance to win of those three? Who's your dark horse to make the playoffs this year? I like North Carolina. Until North Carolina proves they can play any kind of defense, I I can't go with them at all. Um, Utah, I mean, it's never easy to win on the road. So I would throw that game out right away. Not that Florida can't win it. They certainly can. But, you know, winning on the road, especially against a team that uh, lost to Florida last year, they've got a lot of incentive. So I would throw that one out. Uh, But if you look at the schedule uh, and look at, you know, who's home, well, that changes things, doesn't it? Tennessee is here and Kentucky's on the road. So, once again, you would even though Tennessee might be a little better team, Tennessee's not won in Gainesville for a long time. So, if I had to just today, Matthew, say it, I would say Tennessee. 
Call us up. Talk a little sports. Hopefully, Billy Napier here in a couple of minutes, uh, and then we'll see what his thoughts are. One thing, though, that I, I th- and look, this goes for just about every team, but Florida is not deep at some positions, and they're going to have to rely on some young players this year. Billy Napier's already said that, but they really can't afford too many injuries. That's the thing that you just, you know, hope. Um, that can can work out because if 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 they have the injury bug, um, that's pretty tough. Twelve twenty seven time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. It's happening now. International Diamond Center Spectacular Summer of Savings event. Giving you a break from inflation and rising interest rates. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price plus three years, zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, even GIA certified. Buy now and spread your payments over 36 months with 0% interest. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? Your payment is just just $84 a month and we'll even cover your first two payments completely. Or how about some rollback pricing on wedding bands at IDC? Now through August you can take 20% off any wedding band. That's price deflation. International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event. Your refuge from rising prices. Special discounts and three years zero interest financing. Now for a limited time. Only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. On approved credit. Some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you won't you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Heat indices will be back in the danger zone again today with feels like temperatures up to 115, so please be real careful out there. Scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms are possible through this evening. And tonight, those thunderstorm chances go away, then patchy fog is possible. Then we'll have lower rain chances on Tuesday, but higher temperatures. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. But uh, Aaron Rodgers said that Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were very surprising and out of character for a coach to do that to another coach. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. It, it was almost a Will Smith moment. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than four weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Corey Brewer, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF Radio app. Uh, the Brew Crew coming through. Uh, appreciate you, Corey. Uh, okay, uh, Billy Napier is almost ready to speak here. Uh, we'll bring you his presser live today after uh, the uh, open practice on Saturday. Um, so we'll just stall a second here. He's getting a sip of water, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear from him uh, pretty soon here. Okay, here's Coach Napier. There's only one way uh, to get in condition to play this game. You know, we can, you know, work on speed improvement. We can do conditioning tests. Uh, we can lift weights. Uh, we can do football activity, even T-shirts. But I think you've got to put the gear on, and you've got to get on the field. You've got to start, start working against each other. And there's just a certain conditioning element to this game. Uh, that is different. Uh, certainly the fundamentals and techniques uh, that are important at each position group, you know, are different with gear on. So, you know, I think we're hard at work here trying to create a practice environment where we, we are building uh, habits that will hold up on game day, right? Communication that will hold up on game day. Fundamentals execution that will hold up on game day against the absolute best competition in the country. Uh, so we're working on our football. I do think we're working on our mindset, right? We've taken the gloves off and uh, we've really decided to be uncompromising. We're holding nothing back. Uh, and we understand that requires our total focus uh, because of the type of competitors that we want to be. 
Uh, we're also working on our team. Um, I do think we've agreed it to an expectation. One of the things I like about this group is they are very accountable, um, and I think that they care about each other. So do want to say thank you to all the fans that came out uh, for Fan Day Saturday and uh, certainly all the people that stayed around for the autograph session that was available via Florida, Florida Victorious. Um, you know, that'll become an annual event. It'll be the first Saturday of training camp each year going forward. And uh, we look forward to that. So what questions do we have? You talked about it in Nashville, your kind of timetable on a quarterback. Do you, do you hope to have something by week's end there? Yeah, we, we've got three practices here. You know, we're off today. We're reloading today, and then we'll be kind of prepping for the scrimmage. Um, so I think we could, you know, that'll have a lot to do with it. But we, we've seen the body of work. I think it's all going to matter. But um, we're right in the middle of that process. We do have competition. And I'm um, looking forward to watching those guys in a couple more days. Where, where do you stand? What's your level of uh, contentment, I guess, with, with the vertical passing game at this point? Yeah, I've been very pleased. I think um, the young receivers in particular, I think, are um, adding a dimension to our team. Uh, and I think we've seen some players emerge and improve. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been very pleased with that. I think we're, we're making progress in that area. Those freshman receivers, what, what what stood out to you so quickly about them, and what do you think is the qualities that might allow them to contribute early? Well, they're all they're all, um, I think, extremely fast. I think that always helps, right? So, um, documented speed. You know, I think Andy and Aiden and Trey, all three, you know, um, are verified fast, and and I think it's a receiver is still a very skilled position. You know, so it's one thing to be fast. It's another thing to play fast, right? So there's a mental component here relative to my assignment, my technique, uh, my adjustment to the coverage, um, you know, whether it's steps or depth or landmarks on the field. I think we're seeing kind of them get comfortable. I think Trey in particular, I thought last night, really cut it loose for the first time. You know, he's kind of had some a soft tissue issue to start camp. Um, so I think he his presence was known out there last night. I think he'll make our team better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think those guys, they've got character. They want to be good players. They're good teammates. Um, and I think they're hard at work trying to improve at their role relative to the team. Team at the vertical passing game. You know, Anthony was a special arm talent, obviously. What what are your thoughts about the quarterbacks you have now in, in terms of delivering the ball and that and, and how much are you charting that? Yeah, no, I have been I think we've connected on a number of deep balls so far in training camp, you know, in all thirds of the field, you know, and I think um these guys can do what we ask our quarterback to do. I've got no issue there. You mentioned the conditioning element. Where do you, have you seen improvement and what do you still think needs to maybe take a step forward before the season opener? Yeah, I mean, I just think that every coach probably would tell you that, and really each play, every player. I mean, that, those are things I hear from players, you know, just in 
common conversation. You know, we're in great shape, but it's different when you got pads on and you're banging on each other. You know, so um, the ability to add the gear and then, okay, we've got to go uh, compete, you know, in a, in a practice setting, right? So, but just a, there's a conditioning level that goes with practicing the game of football. Um, so I think we're making progress there. But, you know, you put those pads on for the first couple of times. Last night, I think, was the first full gear practice that we've had. So um, we'll, we'll continue to get better there. Timetable for Shamar, and then what have you seen from the rest? It's a really competitive room. What have you seen from the rest of the guys stepping up in his absence? Yeah, Shamar is probably a week to 10 days, I would say. I don't know if that makes sense. We'll probably err on the conservative side. Um, but he is, in, he's already made significant progress there. So uh, it is beneficial for our team. You know, there's no question that. That group as a whole is getting more reps. They're having to work in different combinations, so the communication piece is important. And it really helps you evaluate depth at that position. And it presents opportunity. I mean, I think sometimes we view attrition or injury as a negative. But reality is, if you look at it right, these guys can get a chance to work. So um, that group, I'm been, I've been very pleased with that group. A lot of new faces. And I've... I'm proud of some of these guys that have been around here a while and the growth that they've shown in year two. Scooby, Wingo in particular, those two guys. And then you've got, you know, all these newcomers, Deuce, Manny, Jaden, Taraja. Um, you know, this time last year they were somewhere else. So it's beneficial for the Gators. Yeah, I had a note also on uh, Devin Moore and, and where he's at right now. And, and yeah, so that. Devin Moore is in return to play protocol. Should be a couple of days here. He'll be back. So just a upper body injury there that he'll be back ready to go soon. Going back to fan day, a number of teams around the country are to go out, go away for camp for a couple of days. Maybe I don't know if that's recruiting or just to get away. Team building. Would you consider making that fan day a traveling road show? I mean, you got a pretty good setup here, but is that something that's ever? That's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit like the NFL to some degree in that regard. That's what we want it to be like. Um, but, you know, it's early in training camp. You know, everybody's relatively healthy. The install is relatively new. You know, our fans, if you think about it, outside of game day, they see the spring game. But I think it's a unique perspective. Like, what does a typical practice look like from beginning to end? So, um you know, we're centrally located in our state. I can't imagine being in a better place, right, relative to people's ability to get to campus. Um, so I, I think we, we will stick with the approach that we used the other day. Um, now, if we were in Miami or Tallahassee or somewhere like that, you know, but I think it's advantageous for us to be right where we're at. When you look at how the landscape of college football in terms of conference alignment, does it, was it sad? Was it weird? Was it like there was a part of you feel like your childhood's taken away? Or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's unusual, you know. I mean, it's just becoming more and more obvious, right, the revenue that's being generated in college football, right? I mean, this is all um, – 
you know, a result of the financial implications of our game and how popular the game is, right? And so uh, we're just in a, it's a really unique time. The game's never been more popular. So, and the reality is our athletic departments um, are dependent on that, you know, relative to having successful athletic departments and not just the game of football, but all sports, you know, so these teams get put in these unique situations where they're, you know, there's a uh, risk reward, you know, and they're making these decisions, you know, based off of the financial implications. Um, and I think that that not only affects the football part, but it affects all sports at each university, right? So, you know, it's a catch-22, right? Like, some of these teams that travel significant amount and play a lot of away games, um, their students and their coaching staffs are going to have unique experiences. But if the administration doesn't make the decision relative to the financial implications, and that's going to change their entire experience as well, right? So I just think we're living in a unique time here. So I like unique. It's a very uh, neutral word. You, it seems, yeah. seems intentional. I mean, you could see both sides here, right? So we're, we're blessed, right? We're regional. We've got a great league. Uh, we've got stability. We've got momentum. You know, so we're in a good place. So I think the group of five time that I had, you know, makes me aware of all the things that come with this. Defensive line so far compared to last year. I know it's hard to tell because you've only had the what, one full day and full pass and everything. But yeah, we've added really. You know, I think we're probably a deeper group. Um, we're taller. We're longer. Um, I think our across the board, inside and on the edge, we're we have more capable players. It's very competitive. So the transfers help inside, and I think the young players on the edge. Um, make a difference. So we're going to be dependent on young players this year. So, but I think we got good ones. The Orlando area produced several on the roster and a few flashed the other day. Just how critical is that area just to be mining talent out of? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, it's one of the reasons why this is a really good job, right? I mean, there's a ton of really good football players that can get in the car and drive here, right? So the more exposures we have with the players, the better relationships we can build, the more evaluation opportunities we have. Um, we've got a great uh, Gator alumni presence in that part of the country. Um, and it's not just Orlando. I mean, it's all parts of the state, right? So the player production uh, is second to none. And uh, Orlando's been good to the Gators. And, look, I mean, history would say when the Gators have had good teams, they've been regionally, they've done a really good job in recruiting. So we need to continue to do that in all parts of our state. We saw the yeah, Taraji, yeah, you know, the other day, and, you know, Derek Wingo talked about his leadership. But what's he bringing from a physicality and a leadership standpoint there? Yeah, I mean, I've been very pleased with Taraji. I mean, the physical ability, I think, is um, – there, but I think the most important piece here is just the, 
the maturity, the leadership, the perspective on things. You know, it's almost a coach's perspective. Um, and I think he's a guy who's played a lot of football. I mean, this guy was voted team captain at Ohio State. Um, and you go back to when we made the decision to recruit him and add him to the team. I mean, it's a home run, you know. So I think he's right in the middle of some really intense competition relative to what is his role, you know. Uh, but he's he's made our team better. Curious what you think about uh, injury reports. Because Brian Kelly said last week he's going to start making him public three times a week like the NFL does. And because um, he cites gambling and, and, right. and all that. Of course, the other argument is you know, it's proprietary information and, you know, why give somebody tipping off? Right. Where, where, have you thought much about that and where do you come down? Yeah, I mean, we we made a decision a long time ago to be pr pretty open book. You know, I mean, I think the NFL's got it figured out. Um, and, again, all these things at the national in the National Football League are – bleeding down into our game as it becomes more, um, you know, the compensation or name, image, and likeness opportunity, um, the gambling. Um, so, you know, much like we've done in the past, we're going to be pretty transparent when it comes to injuries. Would you like to see a national NCAA adopt a, just a standard rule? Because, you know, some coaches say, you know, I'll do it if other people do it, but I'm not going yeah, to do it before. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Um, and then you're going to see the, you know, there'll be a little bit of cat and mouse, right, just like there is every every week in the National Football League, right? So um, I think Tom Brady was on the injury report every week, right, early in the week. So there's going to be some of that. But um, it is what it is. I mean, um, Vegas has got it figured out. That's what I would tell you. Two more questions. I mentioned federal oversight in the past and – I wouldn't say you necessarily called for it too too largely, but I don't know if that's the right term. But do some of these things, conference realignment, injury reports being up to the team, do they make you kind of still think of that? Yeah, I mean, we at some point here, I think we all can agree there's going to be some overall realignment um, relative to the teams that are capable of – producing revenue and competing at a certain level. Uh, and I think we'll have some standardized uh, rules, parameters, guidelines to all these things that affect the game, right? So, but right now we know, right? So um, we're, we're going to operate the way that we do in this competitive environment, um, try to put the Gators in position. So, you know, um, these are things that this is really a complicated issue, right, relative to all the – I mean, there's legal issues here relative to employee law. Um, you know, it's, it's a very complicated issue, right? I mean, relative to state law, federal oversight. I mean, you know, we've made a big push, but what's resulted? You know, do we have any results, you know? Um, so – Time will tell. That's what I would tell you. In the meantime, we got to get Gators ready to play 23. Time for one more question. You said that you're going to have a lot of freshmen playing in the secondary. I think we've seen in camp that's not just out of necessity but out of ability 
too. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of guys making plays at every single position. Just how do you feel about your DB class and how much they're going to be able to contribute? Yeah, no, I think we, we've done well for ourselves there. Um, they're all bright. They're all um, eager. You know, I think in their – we recruit them for a reason. I think they're going to make our team better. I mean, outside of DD, these guys were here in January. You know, so DD would be the one guy who's doing additional work. You know, extra walks, extra meets. That's the benefit of training camps. We have no time restriction. So a guy like him, you know, he's able to do the extra. But you know, these other guys. I mean, we're living in an era of college football where a a rookie's got to play, a free agent's got to play, right? Whether it's the portal or a high school player. So you got to build your systems in a way to where a, you know, a first-year player can contribute and make a major difference in your team, right? So I think uh, getting them in here in January is the first step to that. And uh, all those guys, you know, AG is making progress with the knee. He would be the other player that maybe is a little bit behind, but we couldn't be more pleased with that that group as a whole. On the same topic across the roster, have you been, I guess, surprised, or could you speak a little bit to the acclimation of these freshmen? That I mean, it seemed like in practice the other day, anywhere you looked, there was someone involved in either making a play or in team drills and just comfortable already. Yeah, you know, I, I really believe in what we do and how we do it relative to our year-round plan to help develop the player. And, you know, there's just there's a mental component, uh, and then there's the physical component. So each player is a little bit different, right, relative to, you know, where are they at um, in all parts of life. You know, so I think that goes back to the evaluation piece, and then, you know, you adjust in how you teach each individual you know, what's the workload look like? I think being here in January is a big deal. You know, so we install in the off-season program. We do it in spring practice. And we do that over 34, 35 days, right? So that's the, that's the best teaching block we have. And then we go back summer A, summer B, and this is the fifth time we've covered the material, right? So, um, again, these are all very capable young people. Now, do they quite understand the urgency, you know, that they're going to feel when it's go time, right? That goes back to what I'm talking about here. You know, communication fundamentals and execution that will hold up on game day, right? That's completely different. And I think the fan day was – there was part of that experience for a lot of our young players that – you could kind of see it on their look on their face. I mean, things about five percent capacity, but they've they've felt that, if that makes sense. So um, it's a good group, you know. I'm excited about, you know, each one of them are in a completely different place, right? So it's the fun thing about coaching, right? Is you get to start that process, and then you know you you kind of get a chance to finish and see that through at the end. So. Very proud of that group so far. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. All right, guys. Okay, there you hear Billy Napier after the uh, the workout and the viewing uh, for the public on Saturday as to where his Gator football program is. 12.54, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM. 
good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. The Gators soccer team held their first exhibition match against Georgia Southern this past Sunday. The game concluded in a one-all tie as freshman Megan Hennekamp scored a fourth-minute goal. In Major League Baseball, the Marlins travel to Cincinnati for a three-game series with the Reds. Game one will take place tonight as Yuri Perez takes the mound for the first pitch at 640. In the soccer world, Messi led Inter-Miami to defeat FC Dallas last night. Inter-Miami will now advance to the League's Cup quarterfinals. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. FM, 8.50 WRUF. For a long time now, I've been telling you about my friends at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Remember, since opening their doors 40-plus years ago, they don't have new vehicles. They have the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles, a wide selection for you to choose from. And the good thing about that is it gives you different price points, gives you different makes and models so you get the vehicle you're looking for at the price you want to pay. Go online, secars.com. Visit them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. I'm really, really confident you will have a great car buying experience when you go to Southeast Car Agency. It's been that way for me for years. The Cousins family's owned and operated that business since day one and they do really good work. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, Bill. Is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Okay, okay, now move your feet. Love the way you're moving when you're grooving on a beat. It's back to school at Famous Footwear, which means savings for all with the Famous BOGO event. For a limited time, buy one pair of shoes and get 50% off the next pair from all your favorite brands like Adidas, New Balance, Vans, and more. This won't last long, so shop online or bring the whole family to a Famous Footwear near you and let our team of sizing experts help every kid find the perfect fit. Buy one item, get a second item of equal or lesser value for half price. Some exclusions apply. Steve Spurrier. Spurrier fakes a handoff and on the run hits Yarbrough on a down and out pattern and Yarbrough breaks loose. Danny Warfel. Warfel lets it go again. Tim Tebow. Tebow back. Tebow. It's caught. Touchdown. Who's next? Gators football returns to the Swamp this September. Right here on your home for the eight-time SEC champion Florida Gators. What a move to get out of a tackle and a touchdown for the Gators. We 
are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home for Gators football. The WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know what's strange? You just complete a baseball season, and you see, you know, Hurston Waldrop or whoever, you know, playing here. Waldrop's already pitching in the minor leagues. He had a great outing the other day, um, so it just—it's that fast. I mean, you literally get in a draft, you get selected, and they send you, and you're all of a sudden a pro just weeks after you're a college dude. It's just uh, kind of an, an interesting thing. Mark says, "Is there any indirect or direct causation stemming from NIL, which has led to all this realignment?" No. He doesn't want to hear. He says, "If so." Doesn't want to hear the student athletes complaining about how difficult travel will be on them. I, I, I think there's two separate things here, though, Mark. I've, I've witnessed this. I've been on a gazillion road trips with teams in my 25 years at Florida. And I can tell you the travel does wear on you. And I you can get paid all you want, but if you don't sleep well, if you don't get a chance to come back and get the proper rest that, and, and go to class, and that's the other thing. Get back at 2 in the morning. Oh, by the way, make sure you go to class now. That's what you sign up for. And, and I think that's also forgotten. Let's not feel sorry for them because that's what they sign up for. But think of yourself, right? If you, you know, had to go out and do something and all of a sudden – you know, wake up four hours later, that wouldn't be a picnic for you, I, I don't think. Let's get David to the show here. Hi, David. Hey, Steve. Uh, I was going to ask you a question, but the dude bringing up NIL made me just kind of get on my soapbox for a second. Uh, when it comes to, like, people saying, you know, they get paid by their college tuition, they don't say that's all taken care of, so that should be compensation enough. I just ask people to look up what the college tuition cost for a four-year degree is, and it's right around University of Florida. It's right around like forty to fifty thousand, and so divide that for four years, and that's how much they're making per year. And if you think that that's enough to make for a year and live off of, then like by all means. Go do that, but if you think you're worth more than that, then, I mean, I don't think that you're alone in that. And you should be trying to, you know, better yourself and make a little more money. I know that wasn't directly related to what he said about NIL, but it's just my thought process anytime it comes up. Okay. Um, my question for you, though, was that with the, like, realignment stuff happening, do you think that there's a lot of talk of, like, super conferences and this and that, but do you think that eventually – uh, we're just going to kind of boil it down to how almost like the NFL has, uh, where you have a, a north, south, east, and west on two different conferences, and you just kind of get associated in there? Or do you think that we're going to keep like the prestige of the SEC and the ACC and those names? 
do you think that we'll change it up or you think we'll keep that? And I'll take that off the air, Steve. Okay. Have a good day. Yep, David, thank you. Um, I think super conferences are coming. I cannot imagine, uh, even though the footprint may be elsewhere, that the SEC would think about not uh, keeping itself named the SEC. I can't imagine uh, that wouldn't be the case. Now, you know, again, the Big Ten, the Big 12, well, are they going to keep their names with more teams? The SEC doesn't say the big whatever. So could that possibly change? Yes, but the change isn't done yet, in my opinion. That's our first hour. Hour two coming up. Still plenty of time to hear from you on this Monday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. We are going to Dublin at the end of August. I got to work on my Irish accent. Seton has been giving us a tutorial on our Irish accent. That's right, Dan. (laughs) This is going to be my new accent. Seems a little over the top. You know what's subtle is Keeper's Heart, the world's first Irish and American whiskey brought together. Kind of like us going to Ireland. It's smoother no, than the other side of a spoon, Dan! It's so good. In fact, their 10-year-old whiskey was recently named World's Best Irish Whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Based on the awards, it continues to bring home. It's unlike anything else the world has ever tasted before. It's the best possible way. Keeper's Heart brings the boldness of American whiskey and the smoothness of Irish whiskey to create a new experience worthy of the record books. Ah. You can't spell Messiah without Messy, Dan! This is the Messy of Irish whiskey! Once again, it's Keeper's Heart. Drink responsibly. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Elliot is our producer today. Call us up, talk a little sports. We're in this last little lull period here, all right? Season hasn't quite started yet, so we've got another, what, two, three weeks before things get kind of going here. But it will. It will. 
two weeks from tomorrow, Inside the Huddle returns. Coach Spurrier, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and I back with you. That's certainly a good thing. And look forward to that. But today, call us up, talk a little sports, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Tommy says the Big Ten East will have to play many of their games on the West Coast. When Michigan plays on the West Coast at 10 p.m., how will that go over for a national audience? The Big Ten seems proud of the conference expansion now, but that will that sentiment stand the test of time? I would imagine they for television, they would alter times because that's what ultimately is going to take place. Uh, but it is a wait-and-see thing. Uh, BB says the potential of the heat index hitting 120 degrees over the next two days in Gainesville got me to thinking. Is there a temperature or heat index over which a Gator football game or outdoor practice will not be conducted? The hottest game I can ever remember being part of here, I don't know what year it was, but it was a South Florida game early in the year not too long ago. It was brutal. I mean, it was just awful. Um, And I, I don't, I'm sure there would be a threshold, BB, because here's the thing. Let's just say that the heat index in September during a day game was forecast to reach 120 degrees. Even though it was a television game, would there be consideration to move the game to a night game? I think so. I mean, if if you're going to talk about safety of athletes and coaches and fans, you would think that. Uh, Are those same guidelines for local high school games? They're at night. So maybe not as much of an issue because it's at night. Um, I don't know. And he said, could you have built a new stadium which would have uh, a sliding roof like Vegas has? No. I don't think that would ever happen. Um, and he says, for his prediction, Gator quarterback position may see different quarterbacks to find a best fit. I don't think so. I think uh, Merch is the quarterback. I do think Max Brown is making uh, a push to be the backup. He's improved. He throws, in my opinion, a better ball now than what he did in first seeing. He just looked rusty. You know, he played baseball and all of that. Um, But I think he's making a push. We will see when that first depth chart comes out. Uh, what you think of uh, Coach today? Uh, your thoughts? Do you, has your opinion of Gator football for the season changed? I always say this. I will maintain it. The closer the season gets, the more fan comes out. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because as a fan, you want your team to win. Your hope springs eternal. Rather than the doom and gloom of some magazine writer or some media person saying you're going to win six games or seven games. You, as it gets closer as a fan, want your team to win all of them, obviously. And sometimes it gets in the way, but that's not a bad thing. Let's get to James. James, hello. James, go ahead. 
You there, Steve? Yeah, I'm here. Tennessee Mike. Oh, Mike, hello. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, Steve, got a couple of knickknacks for you, a little slow time, a big picture. But uh, first off, uh, turn on your second hour as usual. Are you uh, crying crocodile tears that the uh, women's soccer team went down? Were you rooting for them? Uh, I wasn't rooting against them. Um, yeah, I was. I what? was rooting against them. Okay. But I just were you pulling for them? I was just kind of curious. Um, Any time a team from the United States plays, I'd like to see them win. Okay, so you were soft, soft uh, uh, positive, huh? Yeah, I mean, again, any team, I'll say it again, if you're wearing a United States uniform, I, I would hope that they would do well. Uh, even when they don't sing the national anthem? That's their, that's their right to not do that. Yeah. I don't it's say I agree team. with it, but it's their right not yeah. to do it. To each their own. Yep. Hey, Steve, uh, um, other thing jabbing at you, I think. Uh, doesn't Hard Knocks fire up tomorrow night? Uh, like I told you, no idea and don't much care. I think it is. Hey, Steve, a couple of funny knickknacks for you and a big picture question. Have you re- reported on this uh, Clemson dude? Speaking of uh, smartphones in 2023, have you reported on this Clemson dude, T.J. Dudley, and uh, the uh, deal with the OnlyFans account? No. Uh, this, <laughs> Mike, this is kind of minutiae for what – but go ahead. No, it's not. Man, no, yeah. it's, you hadn't heard this one, Mike. It is, but go ahead. All right, Steve. Here's the nutshell on it. You know what OnlyFans is, right? What's the nutshell on it? Dude was filming his teammates and was putting it up on his OnlyFans account. I guess making money. I don't know. It was going to be a four-star contributor for Dabo. The team didn't like it. Probably gave him a cold red. Probably beat the hell out of him. And Kiffin picked him up. Well, you, you, I think you said something about that the other day. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I haven't brought it up yet. That must have been somebody else. Okay, well, that, that's, not, that's not exactly world-beating news, but okay, what else you got? <laughs> I don't know, Steve. I've never heard anything that wild in my no, life. No, it's, it's, it's unusual. I don't – I agree with I agree with that. But that's kind of what, where we are a, today. Yeah, I just think you have a default to disagree with me, Steve. That's some crazy stuff I've never seen. Imagine if you lost a four-star linebacker because he was doing nudie pics of teammates, Steve. Who makes that stuff up? True. All right, Steve, hey, last thing for you. Um, we hear a lot about NIL and all these teams, re- uh, realignment, whatever. How big of a, an unreported story do you think um, academic fraud is in modern college athletics? Because I don't hear anything about dudes flunking out of school, uh, taking the ACT, flunking the ACT. A lot of places there, they don't even require the SAT for law school because certain groups can't pass it. I've thought for years that academic fraud and dudes walking around on college campuses, usually elite places, that generally can't pass English 101 is a huge scandal that's never talked about. How big of a scandal do you think that is, Steve? Are uh, dudes going to class at Florida? You would think so. I, have, I mean, do you, Does anybody have any way of knowing sitting in this chair? No. My guess is these days with NIL, they're not, these dudes aren't even required to go to class anymore. Well, I don't think that's true at all, but, you know. Well, you tell me. You're closer to it than I am. You see these dudes. I mean, what do they do? They go in Mike, there and Mike, go to English Mike, 101 Mike, and play on their Mike, phone? Mike, 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 Okay? What you are asking is a pimple on a horse's rear end. Okay? Because that. He yeah, got a 10-year yeah. show call. Done. Okay. Uh, 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. That was one of the most worthless phone calls I've ever taken in 25 years. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Max Bernstein. 
Fall camp continues for the Florida Gators football team as they look to get ready just 24 days away from kicking off their season on the road against the Utah Utes. In soccer, Lionel Messi once again worked his magic last night, helping Inter-Miami come back to defeat FC Dallas and penalties to advance to the quarterfinals of the league's cup. Messi scored twice and also scored in the penalty shootout. And in baseball, the Miami Marlins head to Cincinnati to kickstart their series against the Reds. Yuri Perez returns to the mound to try and break the Marlins' losing run. Thatcher Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Max Bernstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral-bound notebooks, check, 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 and the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit RadiantCU.org slash empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. It's back to school at Famous Footwear, which means savings for all with the Famous BOGO event. For a limited time, buy one pair of shoes and get 50% off the next pair from all your favorite brands like Adidas, New Balance, Vans, and more. This won't last long, so shop online or bring the whole family to a Famous Footwear near you and let our team of sizing experts help every kid find the perfect fit. Buy one item, get a second item of equal or lesser value for half price. Some exclusions apply. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The ball coach, his uh, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill anniversary is coming up next week 
very, very successful business with the head ball coach. All right, let's get some calls and emails to round out the day. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, see if I could do better than your last call. <laughs> wow. Ooh, man. Uh, first thing, Steve, uh, you're talking about that uh, that South Florida game, man. That was 2010. That was the uh, that was the first game, man. I, I was there, and I tell you, man, uh, yeah, that was I barely survived, man. I mean, that was uh, <laughs> it was brutal. People were pa- passing out on the concourse. You know, I was I was in the sunshine seats where the sun was just. It felt like the sun, Steve, you could literally touch it. It was so close to you, man. So, yeah, that's that's definitely top five hottest games at the Swamp for sure. Yeah, it was that day for me. Maybe I just felt it more that day. I don't know. But that's the one. When somebody asked that question, that's the yeah. first game that comes to mind. Yeah, it was hot, man. Uh, to see, uh, when are you going to get the, uh, the Utah people on so we could hear more about them? I'm going to try to wait a little bit longer because of Rising's situation. Right. Um, yeah. I, I want to get the latest I can on that, so I'm probably going to try to. I think Coach Whittingham, if he does it, will probably do it the week before the game, and I want to get their play-by-play guy on you know, in that same ballpark because I want to get the latest information on the quarterback. Yeah, because that's that's definitely going to be the top top uh, storyline as far as they're concerned. So, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, number three, Steve. Uh, did did anybody ask Napier about the the kicking situation no. and the? Uh, yeah, I mean that's to me that's a concern. I mean, I, there's no Caleb Sturgis here. There's no Evan McPherson here. And uh, you know, did they ask him about you know the kickoff and the punt returners because? You know, Steve, I've been consistent about this, you know, last two summers. Uh, you know, special teams, they, there has to be, you know, some kind of improvement there. Uh, we've we've got to get somebody back there who can make somebody miss, who can flip the field. And as, as far as the field goal kickers, man, we we got to have somebody we can rely upon because, you know, special teams can lose you games uh, just like they can win them. You know, it's interesting, and I, and I think it's kind of unique to that position, D., when you have, and I, I'm not saying he has to be Evan McPherson, okay, but if you have a reliable kicker and a reliable punter, you, you almost take him for granted. It's like, okay, he's going to make this field goal. It's okay, he's going to, you know, make this punt. And when they don't, you know, that's when you know the light shines. So you know, Smack Mahalik, I, I would imagine, you know, uh, one of those guys would get the the, the kicking job, and then. You know, we already have Crawshaw back, who has a great leg, but at times last year, you know, shanked a few. I think the talent is there. Now it's just the consistency. Yeah, because that's, that's definitely something I'm going to be watching, Steve, because, uh, like I said, we're going to have some coin flip games coming up here, and these games could go either way. And, you know, special teams is, like I said, man, it could swing the pendulum one way or the other. So, you know, hopefully we can uh, – you know, make more strides in there. And let me I'm add one more thing to your statement, D. Yeah. With, with all the speed that Florida has recruited now, uh, even if it's young speed, you know, maybe we'll see some of those guys as a punt returner. You know, the twitchy, you know, change of direction kind of guy, make you miss in the open field kind of thing. It would not surprise me, if that skill is there, that you'd see a young player like that be given a shot. I hope so. <laughs> Be good, Steve. All right. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. 
392-8255. No one usually calls uh, and uh, talks special teams. That's just, but it's, I, I tell you, it can lose a game. Um, Bet Online uh, has come out with this. Um, the odds for winning uh, the Pac-12 um, are out. I will share those with you down the road here because um, those are going to change. 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Got what, 40 minutes left or so? So I understand today. I, I have saved a couple here. What amazes me? I shouldn't say it. It, it doesn't anymore. I'm surprised we don't get more Jag, Dolphin, Bucks back and forth. Just don't get it. Kyle Trask seemingly has, Baker Mayfield apparently has been terrible in camp. And I think preseason, this is one of those years in the NFL when what you do, now granted, look, some of these preseason games are pretty meaningless, right? As a matter of fact, most of them are. But as you get closer to the start of the year, as a coach, you know, you kind of want to see, you know, how your quarterback works with the first unit and that sort of thing. So I, I hope that uh, Trask will get uh, a good long look. I really do. Um, because if I, I just think you're at the point that if you want to win, you got to do that. Um, I can tell you from talking to a dude in Indy today, I asked about Anthony Richardson. And here's what he told me. He said, sometimes when Richardson makes a play, there are audible gasps. Like, wow. Like, because of his athleticism and all of that. And then he said, you have to balance that out with rookie mistakes that he's going to make because he is who he is. He's a rookie. And he's a guy that's not played a lot of college football. So he's learning as he goes. Um, he thinks Richardson will be the day one starter. But he also said, as expected, he's been kind of up and down. But I – if if – and again, look, you have to, to keep your locker room, right? Those veterans, that's a division that Jacksonville certainly is the best team on paper. But if the Colts think they have a chance at making the playoffs, do you start a Minshew first? Do you make Richardson play a certain amount of plays during a game? That's going to be what striking the new coach there is going to have to – Evaluate, and I think it's going to be one. Forget that Anthony Richardson's from Florida. I think it's going to be one of the interesting NFL things to watch as the season unfolds. Let's get to Chris's call. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Um, 
you know, uh, Tennessee Mike mentioned uh, academic fraud, um, and I, I think that's a really awful and dangerous narrative that gets pushed out there. This, this is not the 1980s where these guys are just dumb as bricks and people are taking all their tests for them. If you've talked to any, and I'm sure you have, if you've talked to any of these student-athletes these days, they, they are like head and shoulders, miles ahead of where student-athletes were 30 or 40 years ago. I mean, they, they get private tutors. They're going to places like IMG Academy where – you know, going to class and getting an education is folded into part of it. And I talk to students and student athletes all the time. These kids are extremely bright. Um, yeah, they get some extra help with tutoring and um, class schedule and stuff like that. But um, that, that's just like a, you know, it's like that narrative of like a kid's from a, a poor black neighborhood, so he just must not be going to class kind of and, and I, i'm not surprised that that's mike's opinion um you know the guy that's rooting against our u.s women's soccer team because they wanted equity um it's just it's ironic to me that a guy who's probably never gone to a college class feels that way so anyway steve i just want to mention that Thanks. well okay but let me just say this too uh i guess are you still there chris no he's gone okay to be fair in that I think the way the question was posed is that this is something that's done every day. That, you know, because of NIL, because of all the money, that, you know, kids just don't have to go to class anymore, which is just crazy. It's not true. But to say there haven't been instances um, where there's been academic fraud with athletic programs um, is also with your, you know, head buried in the sand. North Carolina comes to mind, for example. Um, There's been places like Georgia Southern, uh, other places that have had this thing happened. Um, Southern Mississippi uh, a few years ago had some academic fraud stuff. So to say it doesn't happen uh, is not accurate, but to say that it's something that's, you know, widespread uh don't know you know I, i'm looking this up this was in 2016 which is you know seven years ago the ncaa found two staff members at georgia southern that completed assignments for three football players so again to say it has not happened it has happened and it will happen but is it you know widespread it is not 129 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Last half hour of the show, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. 
Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Severe weather hits Gainesville. WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages 4 and up. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Heat indices will be back in the danger zone again today with feels like temperatures up to 115, so please be real careful out there. Scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms are possible through this evening. And tonight, those thunderstorm chances go away, then patchy fog is possible. Then we'll have lower rain chances on Tuesday, but higher temperatures. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. But uh, Aaron Rodgers said that Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were very surprising and out of character for a coach to do that to another coach. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. It, it was almost a Will Smith moment. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, it is out. The first coaches poll in college football for this year is out. Georgia garners almost all of the first-place votes. Michigan is number two. Alabama, number three. Ohio State, number four. LSU, number five. Then USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Tennessee. So what does that mean? The Gators play Four teams ranked in the preseason coaches' top ten. Four of them. 
That's why people think the schedule is tough. And it is. After that, Washington, Texas, Notre Dame, Utah at 14, Oregon, TCU, Kansas State, Oregon State, Oklahoma, interestingly, after a bad year last year, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas Tech, and Texas A&M. Florida actually got some votes in the poll. How about that? Iowa got votes, South Carolina, then Florida, and then Texas, San Antonio, and Pittsburgh. So the Gators got some love. As a matter of fact, they were the third highest team. They were essentially 28th. So maybe the doom and gloom you know, surrounding the program, people, the, the coaches see something different here. South Carolina just ahead of Florida. Kentucky got 34. Arkansas got 20. Auburn got 18. Miami only 16. So maybe that's, you know, a harbinger of good things. But again, look at look at the schedule. Florida plays, and that's going to change. That that's that. Most of the time, when you look at a preseason poll and you look at the end, it doesn't hold up. But right now, Florida plays four teams ranked in the top ten. Crazy. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email us Russell at wruf uh, dot com. Um, Sean says that the uh, South Florida game was in twenty ten. He was the captain of the Gator drum line that year and did the entire halftime show thinking he was a few seconds from needing to bail on the show and walk off uh, the front sideline. Ended up having not to, he says. It was scorching after the game. Gave my guys a few seconds to breathe before our post-game show at Turlington. Everybody looked at me like I, like, just get it over with. On the open practice, after a couple of days of thinking back on it, I don't remember seeing anybody at wideout that would really scare and SEC defense. Obviously, Pearsall wasn't out there. Am I missing somebody? I hope, I was, I hope I'm missing something. Well, you're going to have some young receivers, but guys like Andy Jean and Caleb Douglas and people like that have a chance to be pretty good. There is certainly more speed at the wide receiver position than Florida's had in a while, Sean. Andrew says, uh, am I stupid for being excited for the upcoming year? My problem is the Vanderbilt loss, which we could have a stable year and beat the teams we should. Well, that does help make a stable year, Andrew, when you can um, beat the team, the teams uh, you are favored to beat. That certainly helps. Uh, okay, i got a couple of more emails here, but still time for you to call on a day that we're just in this lull time here, not quite there uh, for the season yet, but it's uh, it's getting close. Um, here's an interesting sidelight of the Pac-12 business. Bowls that have Pac-12 tie-ins are exploring options with other conferences for 2024 and 2025 there i believe are f- 
five of them. Um, Alamo, Las Vegas, Holiday and Sun. There's another one. What's the other one? I cheated. Los Angeles Bowl. I wouldn't have guessed that without cheating. Um, so they are exploring other options based on what happened um, over the weekend. Um, and I think there's going to be some reform and change that has to go on now with the college football playoff. So we will see. that The conference as a whole has been in existence since 1915. And in one fell swoop like that, even if it merges with the Mountain West, is that going to be if, – if you couldn't get a, a television deal in place with the teams in the Pac-12 now, is Boise State or somebody like that, Fresno, are they going to – are the TV networks going to be, whoa, let's get a contract with them? I don't think so. Just don't see that um, happening. Um, and, you know, there's also people – that have Pac-12 ties that see this. You know, here, it may be sad. It may be, you know, oh, here's another, you know, change in the college football landscape. But what if you've had roots there? What if you've coached there? You know, Urban Meyer coached there, right? Think about it. He coached at Utah. But Justin Wilcox at Cal, Okay. Um, it's just, it's, it's, he's a guy who played for Oregon. He's coached at Cal, um, and in different places in the league as well. Um, you know, how do they feel? I mean, that's the league they grew up in. That's the league they played in. That's the league they're coaching in. And at least the league as they know it is going away. That's, it's pretty sad. Actually, look, three, four years from now, we probably won't even worry about this. But right now, it's kind of sad. George says, thinking the unsung heroes of the Gator staff are the nutrition team and strength and conditioning. I also hear everything with team chemistry is great, and those will pay great dividends this year. You can have great team chemistry and still lose. You can, you, I mean, that, okay, but... But I think it helps. I think when you are closer, I think when you like the person next to you, you respect the person next to you, it, it makes you play harder, I think. And because if you're playing just for yourself, if you're playing for your draft status or your numbers, uh, and I'm not going to mention names, but I can, I watched players that, you know, with a pair of binoculars, and watch them do things that, at least from my football knowledge, they were doing things. They weren't in the right gap. They weren't doing what they were supposed to do. And it hurt the overall team because they were trying to make a play. They were trying to make an individual play. And that uh, can cause issues. Uh, no doubt about it. 
Um, women's basketball, we're in that time of the year. They've announced their non-conference schedule. Um, they don't play. They don't play a bad schedule, but they don't play an elite schedule. They're going to face four teams that placed in the top 50 net rankings uh, last year, um, but it isn't terrible. Um, they're going to play Florida State. Uh, they're going to play a lot of the uh, Florida schools. Um, they're going to play Purdue. Uh, the ACC Challenge, that'll be against Georgia Tech. Um, so they're not going to play teams that have great marquee. They're not going to play, you know, Louisville or people like that. Um, but the SEC certainly will be a test. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Chilowee. One final segment still to come. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Max Bernstein. Fall camp continues for the Florida Gators football team as they look to get ready just 24 days away from kicking off their season on the road against the Utah Utes. In baseball, the Miami Marlins head to Cincinnati to kickstart their series against the Reds. Yuri Perez returns to the mound to try and break the Marlins losing rut. And in soccer, Lionel Messi once again worked his magic last night helping Inter-Miami come back to defeat FC Dallas in penalties to advance to the quarterfinals of the League's Cup. Messi scored twice and also scored in the penalty shootout. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Max Bernstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's happening now. International Diamond Center Spectacular Summer of Savings event. Giving you a break from inflation and rising interest rates. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price plus three years, zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, even GIA certified. Buy now and spread your payments over 36 months with zero percent interest. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? Your payment is just $84 a month and we'll even cover your first two payments completely. Or how about some rollback pricing on wedding bands at IDC? Now through August you can take 20% off any wedding band. That's price deflation. International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event. Your refuge from rising prices. Special discounts and three years zero interest financing. Now for a limited time. Only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. On approved credit. Some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. 
What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I chuckle. I'll tell you what. I really applaud a lot of you who really do listen to the show and the topics that we bring up and the guests that we bring on. Paul says, I've been waiting all summer for you to do something you said you might do. And he he did underline the word might. And I'm hoping you will do. I really would like to hear what Gator uh, Faithful think about the top five Gator athletes of all time. Uh, is there a reason you didn't do that? Yes. Two reasons. One, I forgot. I'm being honest. <laughs> I forgot. But number two, in, in as soon as I said it, you know, do you do you separate it into male and female? Do you just say top five regardless of gender? Um, yeah, maybe we can still do that one day. But if you're anything like me, trying to come up with that list with all of the great athletes, because what I tried to do was think, okay, swimming. Who's the, who's the best swimmer? Think of that. Just 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 that one sport, male and female. Think of that. I mean, just Dara Torres, right? You can go on and on with that. That's just one sport. It, I would have a difficult time coming up with a top five just in a sport, let alone throughout everything. I mean, baseball, softball. I mean, it. How? I mean, we could try, I guess. But I just think that would fry my brain because there's just too many, and that's good. That there's, you know, like for example, there'd also be some sports that I think get the short stick. Would anybody use a golfer? No disrespect meant. Probably not. It would probably be basketball or football or, you know, whatever. And that's why maybe if you did do it with male and female, other sports have a chance, I think, to, you know, be part of that. Speaking of that, um, gymnastics, 
had a really good showing <clears throat> at the U.S. Uh, hydration Classic. Leanne Wong took second in the all-around. She lost to Simone Biles. The SEC Freshman of the Year, Kayla DiCello, seventh on both the beam and the floor exercise. And uh, Gator signee Sky Blakely competed in three events, second on the bars, third on the beam. Uh, so that is certainly good. And remember, she is deferring enrollment to try for the U.S. Olympic team. Wish her well. All right, let's get Porter here. Porter, hi. Hey, Steve. Um, I would love to hear people's thoughts on the uh, uh, best Gator athletes using that word. Um, and I would definitely do a, a top five uh, male and female. Um, you know, obviously it's conjecture, but um, you, uh, in addition to excelling at your own sport, excelling at the world, uh, best competition, certainly Olympics, uh, has to be given uh, tremendous uh, props, and I would think people would look at multi-sport stars uh, and that kind of thing. But I'd, I'd be, I'd be, that'd be a, something I'd be interested in hearing people's different thoughts. I think it would bring in some of the names, uh, pretty wide, wide variety uh, of names. You know, there wouldn't have to be. Kind of there would have to be. I mean, I, I would definitely have uh, Vernon Maxwell on my list. I saw him in high school, and just he could have done almost anything. You know, where and you know with his records expunged and that kind of thing that does he have to you know but just from my eyes he would be on that short list but there's i'd, I'd love to hear people's thoughts about that so um i had another question for i was thinking about uh, dang it dang it dang it um well she does my grandmother used to say must not have been very important all, all right, right. Go Gators. all right Porter, thank you uh drew with the big 10 aggressively expanding their footprint to be a truly nationwide conference the rumor now is they're going after FSU and Clemson. Do you think it's crazy to think their end game is to leave the NCAA altogether and become an independent league? No, I don't think that. Certainly, Drew, I'll say this, anything is possible. But no, I don't think it's their end game. If they get up to 30 teams, do they really need the NCAA? It'd be like a pro league at that point with complete control of their own rules. Well, this is what I do think, Drew. For the last four or five years, if you've listened to the show, you've heard me say super conferences, in my opinion, were coming. And if they are coming, and if, in fact, it happens, which is now getting much closer to reality, they could form their own league. They could and not even have the NCAA. Is that possible? Yes, I think it's possible. Now, a lot would have to go into that, right? For example, you have student-athletes who oversees the academic part of it, who oversees, you know, recruit all. I mean, there are certainly uh, hurdles to that. And remember, the back burner here is also what is out there legally in terms of will there be unionization? Will athletes just be paid that way? I think this will all come down in the next five years. I won't be in this chair when it does, but it's going to happen, I think. And it will once again change 
the sport. And it's not just football we're talking about either here. Uh, William has an interesting question. It's actually a baseball question. Your Mets have lost six in a row. Have they given up on the year? Oh, boy, that's hard to say. Uh, they traded away, obviously, two very good pitchers. So, yeah, I think there's a little, you know, Pete Alonso's hitting 220. I don't know if anybody's seen, he's at 30 homers, but he's hitting 220. The Mets need an enema. They, they, I applaud the owner for trying to do what he did to buy a team because sometimes it works, but it was a miserable failure. And I'm not sure the Mets will be competitive next year. The Phillies are good. You know what the Braves are. The Marlins, I mean, can they sustain this? So, yeah, it's, 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 it's sad a little bit. Um, but... You know, sometimes you can try things and sometimes it works and sometimes it falls flat on its face. In this case, guess what? It fell flat on its face. Harold also has a baseball question. If you were to pick the World Series teams now, who would they be and why? Ooh. Um... I really like, well, I'll caveat. If the Braves are healthy pitching-wise, they would be my pick in the National League. Uh, In the American League, not as easy. Sentimentally, I really like Baltimore because a couple of years ago they were awful and what Texas has done. But until, you know, the Astros now got Verlander back, and they've crept within, I think, two or three games of Texas in the West. So if I had to guess today, I would guess them. I mean, the Rays, you could never count out, but that's who I would guess today. Good question. Uh Okay, I got two more emails here. Peyton, what's more likely to happen in five years? A Mets World Series, Jets Super Bowl, or a Knicks NBA title? How about none of the above? I don't see that. And I'm not saying that as a jaded you know, New York fan. I just don't see it. The Jets have a window here with Aaron Rodgers of a couple of years. It's hard, man, to get to the Super Bowl, especially when you've been bad, right? The Knicks are better, but I don't know that they're elite. So I guess if I – probably a Mets World Series, but, man, that's just that just because it's the, it's the best choice of bad ones. Great question, though. Bob says, I've been down on the coaching staff and until Saturday didn't expect more than five wins this season. However, I have to say after watching practice, I was truly impressed with Napier's organizational skills, how he's able to get the most out of the time allowed during practice. 
amazing. Also saw an increase in big bodies, a lot of athleticism on both sides of the ball. I've increased my expectations to seven wins this year. I think the redshirt freshman Brown has the most skills of all the quarterbacks. Bob, I'm glad to hear you say that because you've been sort of down on Napier and down on Florida. And I think now you're starting to see the fruits of what he's, in terms of recruiting, in terms of system, in terms of buying in, all of that. It takes time to do that. And I think you're seeing the benefits of it. Year three, I think, is a pivotal year. You want to see improvement this year and then you know, maybe get to where you're a factor in the playoff experience. But, uh, yeah, I think that – I think what you're seeing, Bob, is what a lot of people see. That's our show for today. We thank you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. Thanks to Elliot for producing ESPN. 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of this hot, hot Monday. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. All year long, Southern Sports Today proudly presents The Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. college football fan base and some of their fans won't recognize it at all chuck oliver show on a monday and last week we looked at two plus two kind of early and we knew what was coming and the pac-12 apparently didn't and then when they made a media presentation to their conference members that was we're going to stream on Apple. And the biggest advantage we can promise you if you stay in the conference, the biggest advantage, we promise you that two years from now you're out scot-free. That was the number one selling point is if this is as bad as it looks, you're out in two years. Basically, y'all sign on. Everybody forfeit 10 to $25 million a year for two years, and then that will give us time to kind of show some permanence and get an